Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of ASML Holding NV, ticker symbol ASML. ASML, short for Advanced Semiconductor Materials Lithography, is a Dutch multinational corporation founded in 1984. ASML specializes in the development and manufacturing of photolithography machines which are used to produce computer chips. We're looking at ASML today because this is the business that's been most requested by subscribers by far. Currently, they're trading for $597.70 per share, and over the last year, their stock price is down nearly 26%, although ASML is currently 50% above their 52-week low. Over the last five years, ASML has compounded at a rate of 28.5% annually, which is just crazy. Over 10 years, they're compounding at a rate of 25% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, ASML is compounding at a rate of 22% annually, and their average dividend yield over this time would be in addition to this 22% annual return. ASML stock price is up more than 34 times in the last 18 years alone. ASML is currently trading $200 below their 52-week high, but more than $200 above their 52-week low. They're a very large business. They have a market cap of 230 billion euros, which is about 241 billion US dollars. For more background about the business, founded in 1984 and based in the Netherlands, ASML is the market share leader in photolithography systems used in the manufacturing of semiconductors. Photolithography is the process in which a light source is used to expose circuit patterns from a photomask onto a semiconductor wafer. The latest technological advances in this segment allow chipmakers to continually increase the number of transistors on the same area of silicon, with lithography historically representing a meaningful portion of the cost of making cutting-edge chips. Chipmakers require next-gen EUV lithography tools from ASML to continue past the 5 nanometer process node, and ASML's products are used at every major semiconductor manufacturer, including Intel, Samsung, and TSMC. In addition, the company provides computational lithography and software solutions to create applications that enhance the setup of their lithography system, as well as mature products and services that refurbish, use lithography equipment, and offer associated services. The company operates in Japan, South Korea, Singapore, Taiwan, China, the Netherlands, Europe, the United States, and the rest of Asia, and ASML Holdings NV was founded in 1984 and is headquartered in Velhoven, the Netherlands. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a check style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of ASML based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis will continue to evolve and improve over time. It's still a work in process and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital, so by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in a margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So ASML has steadily increased their returns on capital throughout this time. Their returns on capital have really gone through the roof post the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. In 2021, they earned 44% returns on capital, and over their last 12 months, they're earning about 53% returns on capital. And averaged out over these last five fiscal years, ASML is producing about 24% average returns on capital. So this is a big check here on metric number one. Those average returns are three times better than that of a typical business, and that's solidly above that 14% benchmark we were looking for. So this is a great start here for ASML. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. 
So we want to see revenues, earnings, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here in order to bring us up to the current time. So right off the bat, ASML has grown their revenues by more than 80%. So they're nearly up double during this period. Their earnings have more than doubled and their free cash flows have more than quadrupled. Extremely strong growth, both in their total revenues and then their profitability. They're also making use of operating leverage, growing their earnings and their free cash flows faster than they're growing their revenues. It's really great to see this strong growth across the board for ASML. However, it's specifically great to see such strong free cash flow growth because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business and a business can use their free cash flows to make acquisitions, reinvest back into the business, pay down debt, buy back shares, or pay dividends. Ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is what that business is going to be worth. So again, great to see their free cash flows are up so strongly here. Very strong growth across the board for ASML. And this is another check on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at ASML on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. We learned that in the previous metric that their earnings have more than doubled over this time frame. However, earnings are just the numerator in this earnings per share equation. So we also want to take a look at what their shares outstanding have done over this time. So ASML has repurchased about 7% of their shares outstanding. So this is great for long-term shareholders in the business because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that business. So when a business buys back stock and decreases the number of shares that they have outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which is ultimately going to increase the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if ASML was making a partial acquisition of itself during this period. And so just like with any other acquisition, we want a company to be buying back shares when it makes sense for the business and they're delivering more value to existing shareholders than the price that they're paying. So we want these share buybacks to be accredited for shareholders going forward in order to determine this definitively, you would want to research what prices these share buybacks were occurring at, even still distributing more earnings currently than in 2017 over a smaller share count leads to more earnings per share for existing shareholders. So this is yet again, strong growth here on metric number three. And this is our third check in a row to start off for ASML. Next up, metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Again, we learned previously that their free cash flows have more than quadrupled over this time. Coupled with their share buybacks, this leads to strong free cash flow per share growth. Another check here on metric number four, and it's a very good sign to see that they've had such strong per share growth which coupled with their strong average returns on capital really are one of the ways that a business is able to compound its intrinsic value per share over a long period of time. So this combination of metrics is just one of the signs that points to ASML potentially being a wonderful business as it's reflected in their financials here. And we'll be looking for others on our upcoming metrics here. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't wanna be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are gonna be at the greatest risk risk of poor financial outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the last five years. ASML had negative $3.3 billion worth of net debt in 2021, meaning that they had $3 billion, $300 billion in cash left over after paying off all of their debt. Since then, their net debt has increased. Right now, they have about $100 million worth of net debt. However, over the last five years, ASML has produced more than $23 billion worth of free cash flow. So this is an absolutely tiny amount of net debt relative to the cash flows that the company is bringing in. ASML would very easily be able to pay off all of their net debt with only about three days of free cash flows. 
So this is a massive check here on metric number five. The business is hardly using any debt relative to the cash flows that they're bringing in at all. So, so far to recap where we stand currently, we are perfect through our first five metrics. We have five checks and no X's. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this would potentially give us a slight risk premium to the rate of the 10-year treasury yield and potentially give us another reason to be interested in ASML as a business. So we're using their total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it gives us a picture of the economic reality of the business that's more similar to as if ASML were a private company. So currently they have a $243 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the last five years, they produced about $23 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, they're producing about $4.6 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $4.6 billion of average free cash flow by their $243 billion total enterprise value, that gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of just around 2%. So that's both well below that 5% benchmark we're looking for. And that's also below the yield of the 10-year treasury right now. So on a basis of their average historical cash flows, this is an X here on metric number six. Worth keeping in mind, though, is that over their last 12 months, ASML has produced about $8.3 billion worth of free cash flow. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $8.3 billion of their last 12 months worth of free cash flow by their $243 billion total enterprise value, that gives us a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield of about 3.4%. That's just off of where the 10-year treasury yield is at right now. Again, though, that's still below that 5% risk premium we're ideally looking for. So just because this is an X does not mean that you're going to throw out this business in its entirety. This is just one of six of our metrics, and this analysis is meant to be taken in holistically. It just looks like the overall quality of their business might be getting appreciated by the market right now. Then as a bonus here, we're taking a look at ASML's dividend profiles. So ASML currently pays out a small dividend yield of 0.9%. And in all five of these years, they've increased their dividend payouts per share. And they've also managed to grow their free cash flows per share in all five of these years at a rate that's even faster than how their dividends have increased. So if ASML is able to keep up this very strong growth across their overall business, it looks like the business could potentially healthily and sustainably pay out their dividends for a long time to come into the future. So ASML certainly could be a type of business that's a future dividend aristocrat contender. Who knows with the changing state of technology that the world is in, but maybe they could even be a future dividend king one day. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to look at an analysis of ASML which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for ASML. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So here we're starting with an average of their free cash flows and then projecting these out over the next 20 years based off the business's historical abilities to grow their free cash flows dating back all the way to 1995. So these are historical growth assumptions that you need to do your own homework on to determine whether or not these are going to be potentially accurate and applicable going forward as a baseline projected estimate for ASML. So using a growth stage over the next 10 years where they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of just under 16% annually, then assuming a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that, so projecting 20 years into the future in total, where that growth rate falls in half, and they're growing their average free cash flows at a rate of just under 8% annually. If we add in their tangible book value, and we are seeking a potential 10% rate of return from ASML, then it looks like a potential fair value for the business is right around $578 per share. That fair value is about $20 below their current stock price. Then using these same historical growth assumptions and looking at what the business would have been like from its 52-week low that it hit earlier this year, it does look like from that valuation that there would be a decent margin of safety built into the price of ASML. 
And from that nearly $380 mark at their 52-week low, you could reasonably have expected about a 14% rate of return going forward for the business. Please keep in mind the caveat of these historical assumptions being used as the inputs to this model, and be aware that this discount rate would be including their dividend payouts going forward, so that would be less than 1% of this, but that would be included there, so we would not be doubly counting dividends. Then most importantly, this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll talk through our summary of ASML, but we have to address something first. What are the qualitative aspects of this business? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the company, number one is ASML has focused on operational efficiency in recent years to improve profitability throughout the industry cycles. Number two, the extensive technical expertise needed to develop lithography tools which are highly complex and play a critical role in enabling Moore's Law, serves as a major barrier to entry. And number three, ASML is the market leader in photolithography, an integral part of chip manufacturing, and is pioneering EUV lithography for the next wave of Moore's Law. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the business, number one is the company's EUV lithography technology has been delayed and chip makers utilized alternative solutions that use equipment from other vendors as a result. If future iterations of EUV face delays, ASML may lose share in the broader wafer fabrication equipment market. Number two, dependence on a limited number of suppliers for key components exposes ASML to potential disruptions in its supply chain. And number three, ASML depends on a handful of powerful customers and sells high-priced tools that chip makers strive to use as long as possible. Hopefully this offers a balanced perspective around some of the qualitative key points of a potential long and a potential short thesis for the business. Now let's get into our summary. So in summary, ASML checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They have plenty of signs of them potentially being a wonderful business, earning very high average returns on capital in the mid-20s. They've grown their business very strongly over the last five years, and they've repurchased about 7% of their shares outstanding. They could pay off all of their net debt with only three days worth of free cash flow from their business, so they are insanely cash flow generative relative to the debt that they're employing in their business. Our only X came today when we looked at their average free cash flows and compared those to their enterprise value, as it looks like the yield that the business is currently giving us is below the yield from a 10-year treasury. On a current basis, however, their free cash flow yield is right in line with the yield of that of the 10-year treasury. And given all the other factors that seem to point to ASML being such a high-quality business, ASML is likely a company that you would want to dig in and research regardless just because they seem to be such a strong business. Then looking at their dividend profile, they are very easily able to support their dividend and they've supported large dividend increases in each of the past five years. Their cash flows have grown at a rate that's even faster than their dividends and they've managed to maintain a very healthy dividend payout ratio. ASML, if they're able to keep up their free cash flows, looks like they could very easily support a strong and reliable dividend for many years to come. Again, based off their future abilities to produce free cash flows. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of ASML. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions and you're satisfied with a 10% rate of return going forward from the business, then it looks like a fair value for the company is right around $578 per share. So a little bit below what the business is trading at right now. Using those same historical growth assumptions from this year's 52 week low of the business, it looks like you could reasonably have expected about a 14% rate of return going forward. However, it's worth keeping in mind and reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice, it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor.
Instead, this analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about ASML. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business and you can truly understand the essence of that business and understand what's important and what's not important for the company going forward. So through your deeper research into ASML, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of the business, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonable and appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of ASML holding NV, ticker symbol ASML. As mentioned, ASML was the most highly requested business from subscribers that we've had so far. So I'm very happy to make an analysis of the business. So if you either learned something or you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about ASML with me, and have a great day.